Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why Be Average When You Could Be Awesome podcast. This is your coach and your hostess, Nicole DeVincentis, a.k.a. Figachick911. Awesome, as always, to have you with us. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a pretty stellar podcast coming to you, and we're talking today about the importance of having a solid nutrition program. What? Yes. Now, this is, I promise you, we're going to, like, geek this out, but... I have to tell you, there's so much content, so much information when it comes to nutrition. It's really, it's one of my most favorite subjects. I'm going to do my best to streamline it and deliver it so that it makes sense. But probably what you're going to have to do is like wait for the book to come out (laughs) because the more I'm writing, the more I'm creating on this, like literally now I see... I can see clearly now why I have been like pulling along the nutritional piece with all of my coaching and teaching. Like it's just phenomenal. So, so let's dive right into this. And let me just ask you, when you hear the word diet, what comes to mind? I know like restriction, right? Like, oh my God, I got to go on a diet because I'm going to try to lose, you know, 15, 20, 30 pounds. Spring break's coming up, summer vacation's coming up, or it's off season so I can actually afford to gain some weight on my diet. Diet always is usually equated with a negative connotation of restriction with the goal of usually losing weight, right? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a spin on this. Okay, so this podcast, like we're all about growing and developing, right? And we're like acquisition, like what can we acquire? How can we become better? How can we become more awesome, right? And that's, that is actually, that's growth mindset right there. Okay, anything opposite to that is not, <laughs> okay, <laughs> perhaps it's fixed mindset, it could be scarcity mindset, it could be victim mindset, but we're here. I'm here to help you if you have struggled with the concept of diet, of nutrition, about health and fitness. I've, I've come up with a methodology to assist you in a transition that will help you establish permanent lifestyle changes, if that's something that interests you. And also for my high producers, high level performing like athletes, okay, how you can take your game to the next level. All right. But I promise you, like, this is totally like off the cuff recording that we're doing here. And so I, again, I'm going to do my best to deliver it, you know, in a streamlined, like sensical way, but uh, this is my podcast and I can't make any guarantees. So anyway, let's get into, all right, when we think about diet, we tend to think in terms of restriction. The one thing that's going to help you when you, you know how I feel about the power of your words, like your words create your reality. We talked about this in episode one of this podcast. If you have not listened to that podcast, I promise you like that is going to be a key piece for you to understand what is actually, actually episodes one and two, because they both talk about the power of the subconscious mind and how your words create your reality. All right. So those are our two fundamental, they're like our building blocks of all the other podcasts that we're doing here. Okay. So if you haven't listened to those, if it were me and I wanted like gold standard, I wanted like best case scenario, I would say, pause this, Go back, listen to episode one, listen to episode two, and then come back and revisit this one. 
Okay. That's going to, that's, what's going to like seal the deal for you. But you know, if you don't feel like doing that, Hey, I'm not going to be, I never tell you exactly what to do. You make your own choices. Your results come from your decisions. I made the decision when I founded my company that I would share with you best practice, but I will not become the micromanagement coach, nor will I create what we call a codependent coaching relationship. Okay. My job is to highlight gold standard for you. Your job is to bring yourself and show up for yourself and recruit yourself as the leader of yourself. Capiche? <laughs> okay. That's all we got. <laughs> so back to the thing here, we're talking about your words. And so when, when you hear the word diet and you're thinking about restriction, all right, and now we're trying to transition ourselves into like a permanent lifestyle change. Simply by changing your definition of diet, I promise you it will help relieve some of the anxieties and the burden, the mental burden that comes along with releasing fat from your body. Okay, so when you coach and you train with me, in my academy, with any of our coaches, you read our blogs, when you see the word diet, when you hear the word diet, what it actually means is what you eat and drink on a daily basis. Okay, so it's actually, it's more equitable to your daily nutrition rather than, quote unquote, like a diet. Okay, so I'm going to repeat that again because, I mean, it's seriously like important. So please, and here's what's going to help you, okay? When you coach and you train with me, it would serve you best if you just receive the information as truth rather than trying to compare what I'm delivering to you with what you've learned in the past, Okay, because what you've learned in the past, you know, is not, it, I, I usually contradict the way that everybody else has been coached and trained and taught. And it, it creates this weird, like, bifurcate, like this weird path in your brain and you go off on this unnecessary learning tangent. So if you can just do your best to show up as a different style of learner and simply receive, you know, the information as truth. And I'm not going to mislead you. I'm going to give you, you know, the best of my ability of best practice and, and help you understand. But I'm going to simplify things because this is what I found, okay? If you don't know anything about me, I'm a registered nurse of like 20 plus years. And myself, you know, my patients, the people that I've coached, all of us have struggled with this whole issue regarding weight. And I became a bodybuilder. I, I compete in a division of bodybuilding called Figure where, you know, you're stripping like body fat off of you into like single digit numbers. And even amidst all of that, and I did it and, you know, placed, you know, top 10 nationally and, you know, achieved some really high goals, still have some outliers, but, you know, we'll get back to those, is that it can be a total mind F when you're on like the yo-yo train of releasing fat from your body. And I don't know a hundred percent what it's like to be you know, in a man's brain when it comes to the issue about weight and body image, because obviously I'm a woman, but the similarities are very, it's, this is not just a woman's issue. This is just as much a man's issue. And 
when you get caught up in that yo-yo-ness and your brain is like all over the place and you're thinking things and you're saying things and now you're trying to clean stuff up and you're, you're just like, all you can think about is food and you can identify with this, right? Like it's completely unnecessary. And I'm telling you, if there's one thing that has assisted my clients, like I coach individuals on the health and fitness front, and I also coach individuals on the personal and professional development front. All of my clients cross, <laughs> they cross coach. They show up for health and fitness. They, they, I don't say wind up, but they end up wind up, you know, utilizing personal professional development and vice versa. And if there's one thing which has relieved every single one of my clients from the burden of weight release, it's been changing their verbiage about the word diet. Okay. And so again, when we use the word diet, what it actually means simply is what you eat on and drink on a day-to-day basis. So this could be a cookie diet. <laughs> this could be a fast food diet. This could be a pizza diet. This could be, you know, your vegetarian diet. This could be a relatively clean diet. I mean, it, it just, it doesn't have to be a thing like I'm running on a keto diet or I'm, you know, Atkins diet or whatever some of, I don't even know what the rest of the diets are, but I don't apply, I don't use that word anymore. And I'm telling you, it's freaking liberating. It just try it and see, see how it, you know, it lands with you. Like I'm cleaning up my nutritional plate here. That's what I'm doing. Not cleaning up my diet. I'm not going on a diet. When you use the words going on a diet, I mean, obviously we're attacking like the psychology of weight release here. What it, what happens is that when you don't stay congruent with it, what happens is that then you you end up in this other thing of falling off the wagon, right? And you've used that before too, like, well, I fell off the wagon, but there is no wagon. There's no wagon. So there's, there's like nothing to fall off of. And so then like now you're stuck and now you're in this shame cycle and I fell off the wagon. And then instead of making like you know, one small mistake, then what happens when you go into the shame cycle is you destroy your day. And instead of it being like one meal, then one meal turns into like an all day, (laughs) like you're on the couch, you know, (laughs) you got like donut crumbs all over you. There's Frito crumbs everywhere. You got chocolate ice cream down the side of your mouth. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody's been there or you end up like face down in a bowl of, of like goldfish crackers and <laughs> it's all because of these words and what it actually does inside of your mind. So if I can just, you know, help you out with that right quick and just we're going to start from the very beginning and talk about this issue of diet that you know, I don't use the word in the same capacity that everybody else does. Okay, again, diet merely refers to what it is that you're eating and drinking on a daily basis, and that's it. Okay, so perhaps what would be better is if you transitioned over and you shifted your perspective a little bit and started using different verbs or different verbiage. Okay, instead of calling something a diet, it's not a diet, it's not the diet, it's not, it's not, you're giving it way too much power. What you're doing is you are taking command. Okay, you are cleaning up your nutritional program or you're putting together, putting in place a strong nutritional program for yourself. Doesn't that sound like 
way more like empowering, I'm going on a diet. And you get like get yourself all revved up. You go out and you buy all the stuff for the salad. You eat salad for three days. You you usually don't have enough calories to sustain you. Start feeling tired. You're getting food cravings. You know your significant other, your coworkers start eating pizza. You get one whiff of it, and then up in the vending machine you are, and that's like the end of the story. And then you've got all this wasted produce. You waste all that money, right? As opposed to, I am. I'm building a strong nutritional program for myself. Like it's a process of development and it puts you 100% in the driver's seat. It puts you 100% back in your power to command your forward movement rather than you trying to hold on to like this rope and be pulled along by, I, I just get like this vision. If you've ever, have you ever seen anybody water ski and they wipe out, but they, but they forget to let go. <laughs> they're like, right? And they're trying to like, they're probably trying to not drown, but like, it's almost <laughs> one of, was it my younger sister? I think it, it was either, I can't remember. It was my younger sister or my younger brother. We, one time we learned how to water ski. They forgot to let go. And it's dangerous. I know that it is. <laughs> kind of funny to watch it's scary when it happens to you it happened to me until I was like oh hey I could like let go of the string but that's what I envision like when you're trying to hold on to this damn diet like it's the it's the equivalent of you holding on to like whatever the the thing is the string or it's not a string you know what I'm talking about the rope when you go water skiing and you you end up wiping out and you're like holding on and it's pulling you and it not in a good way Okay. Whereas when you are in the driver's seat, okay, like you're not even getting wet. Okay. You're just there. You're determining where you're going to be going. Your, your course correcting is need be. You can go as fast as you want, as slow as you want, like you're 100% in your power. How's that? I mean, it's like, like wildly helpful, right? Okay, good. On to the next topic then, okay? Now, here's the one thing about me. You know, I, I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast that I'm a registered nurse, and I totally am. My background is actually emergency nursing, emergency critical care and trauma, okay? So most of my time was spent in emergency capacity where literally, like, time is of, it's of critical regard, okay? There's, like, you know, you have to, people are, like, dying, like for real, they're dying or they're like bleeding out and like in multiples. It's it's not like one patient. I worked in trauma centers. So it's like busy. And that's really been how I've built this coaching academy is I don't like to waste time. Okay. Time is one of our most valuable commodities. It's like the only one you can never get back. Like you can get money back. You can usually get some relationships back, you know, but you can't get time back. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I know like everybody's all about like, I want results now and we can sit there and you can go on like the lollygag path and, you know, go slow and do things your own way. But usually what happens when it comes to issues surrounding your nutrition, again, whether this is you're trying to release fat from your body or you're trying to optimize your energy for higher levels of performance and hasten your recovery, 
Okay. You want results. Okay. We don't have time for, for lollygagging, excuse my language, freaking dicking around. We got to get to the point. Okay. So on this podcast, like this is seriously why I started this podcast. This is a why be average when you can be awesome. Okay. Average people take the long route. Average people just, they have, you know, they don't respect their own time. Okay. People who have intentional lives, people who are high producers, high level performers, like we are expedient. We are a hundred percent decisive. We want, take us from point A to point B. We're not asking for the scenic route. Okay. We're we're like down to business, okay? That's my gift. That's how I'm bringing forth, you know, my training and my experience as an emergency room nurse to bring to you, like, how do we cut through the bullshit? How do we get to the heart of the matter, handle the situation, and get you, get you to your final destination, like, in a New York minute, okay? And we just did that by simply changing the words diet for... I'm building a strong nutritional program for myself. We just rewired your hard wiring into something completely new, fresh, and different. And now you can, you can even walk away from this podcast and I guarantee you, like, here's the coaching concept, okay? When you're finding yourself in the swirly bowl and you're in the madness of trying to lose weight and do all this other stuff and you're feeling like you're out of control, what you need to remember is that you are 100% in the driver's seat and that you have a choice at all times on whether or not you are going to continue to build your strong nutritional program or you're going to deviate away from it. Nothing, nothing, listen to me quick here, nothing is going to be able to deter you, okay? It, not, I don't care what comes up in your life, okay? So then we get into like the habits of nutrition and different things that will support you in the development of your program. But when the rubber meets the road, sister and brother, <laughs> It's up to you. You have the choice of remaining congruent, doing whatever front work needs to be done to place you and and position you actually to win, or you can choose to be the person who's hanging on to the to the rope end of the water ski and you wipe out and you're underwater giving excuses as to why you're failing in that area. Okay, why you're drowning. Okay, oh my God, I'm so busy. Oh my God, the kids. Oh my God, it's the work. Oh my God, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. Like refusing to put yourself in the driver's seat. That's all that it is. Awesome people, super high producers, performers, okay? What happens is that we take 100% ownership for our position. There's no excuses. It's not he did this, she did that, you know, this came up. It's not that. It's seriously, I failed to execute. <laughs> and, and whether or not the thing that I'm doing, okay, is the cause, like, I failed to stay congruent with my nutritional plan. Well, why? Well, because this happened. Is that really why? No, what really happened is I didn't prep my meals. Or I didn't bring my meals with me. Or I didn't do, you know, the due diligence. I didn't, you know, go to the grocery store. Or I didn't budget appropriately and buy the, like, I, it's somehow along the way, like, whenever you feel a loss of power, okay, it can be traced, I was going to say 
always, and I, I think that it is, like it can always be traced back to a lack of integrity. Like where did you let yourself down? It's to that point. Like there is zero, zero excuses. You either have excuses or you have your results. Like that's pretty much it when it comes to like performance. Okay. And I get a little bit harder when we're dealing with those issues surrounding what's essentially like victim mentality as it pertains to your nutrition. Okay, I see it and I coach individuals all the time, people who are trying to release fat. And again, with my seriously like high, I coach some professional level athletes. They don't eat as they should. Their recovery times suck. Like they're, they feel like they got run over by a truck for a couple of days after their, after their workouts. They're bonking in the middle of their, of their, you know, training or their competition or they've reached a plateau and they can't break through. It happens across, you know, and again, like I'm not exempt from this. I have to hold myself to, you know, high standards because I'm the coach here. I experience it like we're all people. What I'm saying to you is that it's holding yourself to that higher level of, all right, it's not the world around me. It's not my circumstances. It's who I am in the face of the circumstances. Am I being creative? Am I being resourceful? And am I executing discipline at a high level? Like discipline to follow through on the promises that I made to myself, right? In light of like developing and building a strong nutritional program, okay? Regardless of what your doctor said, regardless of what your wife said, regardless of what your coach says, like it's, it's about leading yourself first, But one of the biggest things that has to happen is you've got to learn the importance of taking yourself out of that victim mentality and remembering like, I am 100% in the driver's seat. I always have a choice with everything. Like I may not like consequences of said choices, but I always have a choice nonetheless. I know, it's like freaking dropping bombs today. I know, but this is what's essential. This is what's essential for growth, okay? And if your brain is like, what? Okay, like mind blown here, all right? I coach you intentionally. I've been coaching and training people a long, 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 long time, okay? And what has to happen is what we call a breakthrough. There has to be like a, a, a breaks like you you can't sit on the sideline and hold like your beliefs that you've been they're holding on to up to this point like what usually happens is you're coaching and training with me is a process called cognitive dissonance okay yeah we got like fancy vocabulary in there all this means is that like up to this point you were like holding yourself hostage about this whole word diet and about how you fell off the wagon and blah 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 blah. and what I did was all I did was present to you a different case for action for changing your vocabulary from using the word diet into building a strong nutritional program with the intention of putting your self 100% in the driver's seat. Okay. And I disproved every single thing that you have believed up to this point that has literally contributed to your failure (laughs) to either release weight from your body and or keep it off or 
increase your, your, your performance. And I blasted, I blew a lot of holes in it, right? In terms of victim mentality, in terms of levels of integrity, like all of that stuff. I do it rapid fire. Rapid fire is if you came to me in the emergency room and said, Nick, I've got chest pain. Like, I don't have time to, like, you tell me that, like, I got to figure out what is wrong with you. Okay. Like, are you about to die in front of my face right now? That's, that's like the level of severity, right? Why do you have chest pain? Do you have a bullet hole in your chest? Are you having like a giant heart attack right now? Is your aorta getting ready to like tear apart and you're going to like bleed out in your chest, like in front of me in like less than three minutes? Or did you just get a tattoo yesterday and now it's infected? It's not that your chest inside hurts. It's that the skin over your chest area hurts. Like I've got to find out the information now. Okay. So I've got this rapid fire way of going through, I call it triage, of getting through to you. Like let's get to the heart of the matter. Like, no, we don't have time. I'm not wasting any time. Like, let's go now. When? Actually yesterday. This is finished. And look at how much progress we made. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've only been talking for like 24 minutes. I mean, how awesome. I mean, think about all the years that you've gone like up and down, up and down on like the yo-yo swing of, of quote unquote dieting. Ah, okay. Finish 25 minutes. That's it. This is why people coach with me. So when you read, I promise you, when you read testimonials about like people always say, because I usually have, I do all of my coaching remotely, um, unless obviously we're doing like seminars or I'm coming to your agency to do like in-person trainings or something like that. I do everything remotely. So we do calls. We do like phone calls, occasionally Skype. I don't like Skype so much because um, once we hit like nine o'clock central time in the United States, I, I think it's China. This sounds so crazy. China logs on and it totally F's up the signal. There's like way too many users on Skype. I, I have friends who do like pretty in-depth like computer work for, for the government. And so, <laughs> you know, I got friends in high places and, uh, one of them specifically, I was trying to do a training on Skype for multiple fire departments and like the signal totally effed up. This was several years back. And I went in to go see him. His name is Butch. And I was like, Butch, what, what is it? He's like, oh, well, China logged on. Just like you dumb girl. Why? China, China's on there. Like, hello. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, there's too many users on there now. I'm like, you could have told me. <laughs> Because we couldn't conduct the training, like everybody froze, so it's nuts. So I don't do um, as much Skype as I used to, simply because there's, you know, the server or whatever is packed to the gills, and you don't have good quality uh, coaching. Um, I'll occasionally do FaceTime, but what I really have found, you know, what I'm making an executive decision right here. All of my coaching, we're doing phone calls. I- I'm not even doing FaceTime anymore, and I'll tell you why. You can hear better when we do phone calls. And by better, I mean actually at a higher level. So just like you're listening on this podcast, if you're actually listening, not just like kind of like running in the background, but you're trying to like, I don't know, do your bills or, or fold laundry or something like that, you're just like zoning out. But when you actually are paying attention, like on a phone call and we're interacting, you hear at a higher level because there's nothing else to distract you. 
in terms of the person. You're not trying to like focus on my face. You're not noticing things that are walking, you know, around behind me. Like it's, it's completely, it's, it's a better phone call. So, Hey, we just made executive decisions. All coaching happens via phone. But what I'm telling you is all of our coaching sessions are generally 60 to 90 minutes. Usually when we do initial consultation, our first, you know, one or two sessions, they usually press up closer to 90 minutes. There's a lot of stuff for us to cover. And I don't care if this is like nutrition stuff, this is fitness stuff, this is organizational leadership. It doesn't matter to me like what capacity you are, um, you know, requesting consultative services for. Like this is just how it is. There's a lot of stuff that we that we get through in those 90 minutes. And I'm telling you, we get work done just as fast. So if we've only been on this call for 25 minutes, can you imagine if we were to be on a one-on-one coaching call consultation or straight coaching call for 90 minutes. I mean, there would be potentially like three mind blowing, a minimum of three mind blowing, like breakthrough things that would happen in your life. You just experienced one of them right now with this whole diet nutrition program thing, which I mean, now I know what's going to happen. You're going to leave here And those coaching concepts apply to other areas of your life outside of just health, fitness, and nutrition. Okay? Like how you view yourself in terms of the leader in you, your levels of integrity. Are you placing yourself in the driver's seat? Are you making powerful choices? Are you giving excuses? Or are you in the victim mode of forgetting to let go of the rope while you wiped out water skiing? Okay, so you use that for other areas, okay? And that's one of the ways that we actually increase your levels of accountability, okay? Again, I press this all on you because my goal is to develop the leader in you. It's not to have you check in and see, am I doing this right? And and wait for me to affirm you. And I know that that sounds harsh, but that's not how people grow permanently, Here's what you need to know. There's actually, and then we're going to get back to this nutrition. There's so much that comes into personal development, which is really what this is. That one of the, this will be totally off topic, but we're going to tie this back in. This is what we call a sidestep. There's something called love languages. Okay. So love languages, it's how people feel loved. You know, it's like a general rule, like men need to feel respected and women need to be loved. But when it comes to the concept of love, like there's different love languages. Some people prefer affection, like physical touch. Other people prefer quality time. Other people prefer acts of service. And then there's like you do nice things for other people, like you serve them. And then there's other individuals who whose primary love language are words of affirmation. Okay, so here's what it is. If I start affirming you, yes, you feel loved, but what's happening is I'm only infusing the love aspect of you. We're not creating the permanent lifestyle change that you're hiring me to assist you with. Does that make sense? So I know straight from the get, like, coaching with me and you know what coaching with anybody like I moved more towards I'm a high level coach 
Okay, so when it comes to like business coaches, when it comes to high level like achiever coaches, whether it's athleticism or wherever, we're no nonsense people. And we don't tell you the things that you want to hear. We tell you the things that you got to hear in order to grow. And I know like some of it, it just like, (laughs) it lands so hard sometimes that I, you know, I picture like, I used to coach people in person and I just remember like some of the faces of my clients (laughs) they'd be so pissed off at me. I coached a lot of my friends, like people from my own warm market first. It was like, it was hard because, you know, you have to like, I know what they, I know what they actually need and I got to tell this to them and I'm about to make them mad and okay, this is why they're paying me. And (laughs) comical but it's what has to happen and not that you know it's an I promise you I don't coach to like hurt your feelings it's it's like I gotta show you this side that's that's you're either in your blind spot or I have to show you this crystal clear because you're hiding it either on purpose or just like unintentional like we've got to expose this this is the problem over here does that make sense I mean, it's like anything else. I, 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 you know, trace everything back and I give analogies and parallels like to life in the emergency room or life as a flight nurse or wherever. And it's like this. One time this guy came in and he, he actually had a tow truck hook impaled in his head. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He was going to, it was something, I don't know. He, it's the middle of the night. His car was being towed. I guess he was still in the car while the tow truck guy was like putting the car together. And it wasn't like just the one pronged hook thing. It looked like a giant like three three hooked like a tripod fishing lure kind of thing. It was I don't know. It went like through the through the windshield somehow. I, nobody knows exactly how this happened. Like he was just flown in. It was before I was a flight nurse and I was the nurse taking care of this guy. And yeah, like he was like, they put him to sleep. He was on a breathing machine. So he didn't feel any pain. He's getting pain medicines. He's, and I remember like, I, to this day, it was one of the most impressive injuries I had ever seen because it was so bizarre. Like how, how, just how, you know? And so he's there with this giant hook, like coming out the front of his head. And I'll never forget it. And one of our neurosurgeons, I, he's so like, he was the spinal king. Like he did all kinds of like prototype work with, um, striker and his name is Russ Knuckles. I I just got to give him props. Dr. Knuckles was like the freaking bomb. Like he would listen to Steely Dan in the OR. Like he was like this cool, cool ass dude, like totally chill. Like when you talk to him, like super laid back, but really awesome, awesome spinal surgeon. So anyway, he's on call. And, uh, you know, once you're a neurosurgeon, like you, you take care of everything from like the head and like the brain all the way down. And he walks in and this dude's got this, this tow truck hook sticking out the front of his head. And Dr. Knuckles walks over there, looks at him, looks at me and he goes, well, that can't stay in there. <laughs> like, you know, like Captain Obvious, you know, like, he's okay, now I gotta take it out. But it's like calling attention to the elephant in the room, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, when you coach and you train with me, like, you're gonna see a different side of healthcare, like, we definitely have. Like, I can't help it. I've always had one of those senses of humors, like, 
I, all the reasons why, if I didn't have such a good relationship with God, why I'd probably go to hell because I find so much stuff so comical. And I still find it that way when I coach and I train with you. And I, I promise you, like, I don't mean to laugh at you, but people, like, I laugh at myself just as much as I laugh at other people. Because if you cannot laugh at yourself, like, who else really can you laugh at? You know what I'm saying? So I'd like to have fun when we coach and do our best to, like, keep things light on the up and up because we do some serious work. Okay, now, okay, so a little bit of, of a way like sidestep there. We want to just, you know, lighten up the air a little bit and, and let you know, like everything about what we do in this academy, I promise you, it comes from a place of love. And sometimes in order to get you the result, there has to be a little bit of pain. Okay, just like if you need medication, sometimes you need to have a needle, you need to have a shot whether we're putting in an IV or we're giving you an actual injection of the medication, like it hurts for a second. And then I know you're thinking like a second. Remember that one time that stupid nurse couldn't get my IV and poked me like 12 times. Yeah, but not my style. One time, like one and done. That's it. But that's what it's it's the exact same thing when you coach with us. Okay. And again, our goal here is to help you become awesome. Okay. So we outline a gold standard for you, but in order for us to get gold standard on nutritional program, like we had to go deeper, we had to attack the elephant in the room, which was actually some of just like the silly language inside of your head that was keeping you stuck on the yo-yo train. And it's done. Okay. Next item on the agenda, turn the page. <laughs> All right, so let's really dial in here to a little bit more about an actual nutrition program as opposed to a diet, okay? One thing I'm going to ask you to consider, if I can appeal to your higher side, is going to be this issue surrounding nutrition and nourishment rather than um, obsession with calories or um, maybe measuring or carbs are bad, fat, you know, is the devil. Um, I'd like to step away from that and change also how you're viewing nutrition. Okay, nutrition is the key word. Nutrition like parallels with nourishing. All right, so now we got to geek this out a little bit. All right, so, you know, welcome to the to the world of, of science, figure chick 911 style, and let's talk about your body and, and how this is going to help you. Okay. Now I don't know what you think about like when you eat some people, you know, how does food work in the body? Like, where does it go? People think like, I don't know. I put the food in my pie hole and it like goes down the black hole and then it (laughs) comes up my asshole. Like it just goes right. (laughs) Like it passes through the places of the holes and I don't really like think anything about it. Okay. Here's what I want you to start thinking about. Okay, or I can I can invite you to start thinking about is that your body's like a living, breathing thing. And it is using energy 24-7, even when you're sleeping. Excuse me. Okay, so what that means is this. If it's using energy 24-7, where do we get the energy from? They're like food. Okay, great. So that means, all right. Another thing, another step onto this food thing is that food, as great as it tastes and as much as it's like the central focus of like many of our celebrations, 
Food's ultimate purpose is what? To fuel your body. Okay, now I know it sounds dry. I know it sounds boring. Okay, what I'm doing right now is I'm changing your mindset and your approach towards how you are choosing to put yourself in the driver's seat to build a strong nutritional platform for yourself. Okay, so this is not like, oh, I'm trying to like lose fat. What this is, is I'm choosing to nourish myself. I'm choosing to fuel myself. Okay, now don't get far ahead of me. Don't think that now I'm going to go down the street or down the road here and say like, okay, well, you can't have pizza and you can't have beer. I'm not even, we're not even, we're not even there. We're like all, we're still at like the starting gate here. Okay. Cause the one thing I found is this, is that if I start laying down and, and you know what, before, if I start laying down what not to do, it usually creates higher cravings. You like, you start obsessing about it. At least I do. You tell me I can't have, you know, my my favorite chocolate chip cookies. Like, I may not have had those things for four months, and now all of a sudden I can't stop thinking about them. I'm dreaming about them. I think I smell them, you know, and I'm just walking down the street. Like, all of a sudden, like my whole life, chocolate chip cookies. I'm in a candle aisle. I'm finding anything that smells like chocolate chip cookies. It's like a wreck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't like to coach on that front, especially in today's age. You know, there's literally like no reason for anybody, in my opinion, to not know what they should be eating. Outside of straight up ignorance, where, you know, perhaps like literally they've never gone to school, they've never had proper teaching. There's really no excuse for this. I mean, there's so much flipping information out there, like for real. It, it, so it's not, you know, why, how do you eat or, or you know, how do you know? You, you know what to do. It's why aren't you doing it? That's like the, that's the underlying portion of it. Right? I mean, everybody knows the difference between chicken, sweet potatoes and broccoli and chocolate donuts when it comes to nutrition. Right? I mean, like, chuckle and try to make little jokes about it. But I swear to you, like, if you're on this podcast because this is an area that you struggle with, I mean, you if you keep on doing the same shit, <clears throat> excuse me, over and over and over again, you're going to get the same results. I know. Exactly. That is the definition of insanity. Okay? So if you train the same, you stay the same, which means you have to train differently. Which is why I train your brain as differently as I do. Okay, so now we're on this concept of nourishment. Okay, your body is like this living, breathing thing. It needs water, it needs oxygen, it needs, you know, fuel 24 7. But here's what it looks like your body, I want you to now picture like three tiers. (laughs) And all of my dessert fans are like, oh my God, I'm picturing like a three tiered chocolate cake. Wouldn't that be so great? Like chocolate, like running down the side. That's you. I know it's totally you. Do I know my people or do I know my people? It's good, okay? Picture whatever's going to help you. I know, and the rest of everybody's like, yeah, Nicole's probably picturing like a three-tiered like broccoli cake or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so let's get let's get into this. I want you to picture three tiers. If we could actually do this, let's picture um, maybe just like three steps. Okay, like a small little staircase, like a three-tiered, you know, upward, like small step stool or something like that. So you've got the top, the, the middle, and then like the bottom. 
<clears throat> okay, so here's what it is. This is going to transpose onto how your body actually uses the fuel. Okay, so my athletes, you're going to love this. Okay, we're going we're gonna to bring you into the conversation a little bit stronger here. Okay, so here's what it means. When your body needs energy, okay, as it does 24-7, anything that you eat and drink, and I'm just talking food sources that like from what you're eating and drinking, I'm not talking about stored uh, food sources right now. Let's just talk straight about like food, what you're eating and drinking, like your nutritional program, your nutritional plate, your nutritional platter, okay? Whatever you're taking in, the body delegates where the energy has to go first. Like it has a priority schedule. The first place it goes to are the things that your body needs to keep you alive. Okay, so that's like your heart. Okay, your heart is a muscle. It pumps 24-7. There's actually, I've seen it before where there's been like little embryos in petri dishes and there you can see cardiac contractility of the cells early. I can't remember if it was days or if it was weeks old. And I wish I didn't save it. I remember when I did this at work and I was like, holy shit, this is really like so, so young. You know, when the heart muscle the cells actually take on their own properties of, excuse me again, this is crazy. I woke up at 3 a.m. I'm in my own training program here. I woke up at 3 a.m. today and my voice has never fully been its best. It's like nutty. Um, But the heart muscle actually starts working. And once, you know, once you have like the sperm and the egg together, like you're in the process of growth and development and your body starts needing energy like now. Okay, so that's how the body uses it, like whatever it needs to keep itself alive. That's where the first food and and drink sources go to. Okay, then the next place where we have this energy consumption. So now we're talking about nourishing your body to give it what it needs for energy supply for you to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do in your life. And then, you know, make performance changes or make aesthetic gains with your physique. Okay, so first and foremost, it goes, okay, this is, I need the food to keep me alive. This is the, these are the places it needs to be. All right. So like you get all this glucose, it goes to your brain. You get, you know, some that's got to go to keep your heart muscle beating. You got some that goes to keep your blood vessels, you know, expanding and contracting as they do. And yes, they do. They've got muscle in them to keep you breathing, like to keep your hormones producing. Like there's all this stuff that happens in your body. You're just like one giant chemical reaction, like all over the place and you're constantly in a state of consumption of energy and water and oxygen okay so your body is like major 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 growth mindset it's just all i I need it Ah, okay then if you decide to do something with your life (laughs) and i don't mean like career plan i mean like get up out of bed in the morning and go to the bathroom (laughs) or, you know, walk downstairs and pour yourself a cup of coffee or, you know, go run some errands. Like what we call activities of daily living, that would be the next level of energy that your body is going to fuel. Okay. So first things first, like your body needs energy and and hydration and oxygen to keep itself alive. So it's got to cover all those needs. That's like the first tier on that little staircase. Then if there's anything left over, it's going to give you enough energy to do your activities of daily living. 
Okay. And then after that, if both of those are satisfied, then whatever's left over is what you actually have available to fuel your workouts and or competitions or whatever, you know, event things that you're doing, maybe you're building a business or public speaking or, you know, whatever your hobbies, traveling, et cetera, et cetera, including the recovery, because you actually need to eat in preparation for your event, sometimes during the event, but then you have to replace all of the nutrients, fluid and oxygen that you lost during the workout so that you can recover faster. Okay, so if you have stalled, you've stunted, you've hit a plateau and you're not making athletic performance gains, you know, aesthetic gains, or you're feeling like flat out shitty, crappy, tired, and you're not even at the exercise, you know, place yet, the very first place that we look anytime anybody has energy crashes and a plateau is a symptom of an energy crash, it's always nutrition. Always. You either are not eating enough, you're not eating frequently enough, or you're not nourishing yourself enough. So it's not even just like, oh, I ate. Well, what did you have? I have a piece of pizza. Like your body also needs what's called micronutrients, stuff that's found, you know, in the green stuff, you know, broccolis and spinach and kale. Okay. Stuff in like brightly covered uh, produce, sweet potatoes, zucchinis you know, beets, even your fruits, your vitamin C's, like all the stuff that's like the the actual nutrients in the food. It's, it's in tune with your adrenal glands that your adrenal glands, you know, buffer off stress, they help you recover. There's antioxidant properties in, you know, all these foods that have these nutrients inside it, like your body actually needs it. And when you're trying to produce different hormones, like they're the precursor precursor to major hormones that you have. And so when you don't have those nourishments, like we start to see bad shit happen. Like we start to see people's thyroid shut down. Then now you're having problems like your hair is falling out, your nails getting brittle, like you're tired all the time. You can't lose any weight. This is just like your body is starting to shut. It's going into like like major, major starvation mode. Even though you may be eating enough calories, you're not nourishing. Now, here's what I know. My younger people, okay, so people like under the age of 18, usually... Usually, I, I, let's say let's say the boys. Usually, the boys under the age of eighteen, like you're just riding high with a shit ton of testosterone, where you can get by with eating poorly for a while until you can't. And it's it's just like you're able to blow through so much stuff because you have so much strength and vitality in in you. But then one day you can't, and you're like, what the f? And then you get stuck in this yo-yo train. So what I'm, I'm, you know, releasing out to you today is, you know, this is what's actually going on. I, I was working with my nephew, Nicholas. Um, he's like, he's like this incredible athlete. He's like, seriously, he was, he was a preemie baby. He was like this tiny little kid. You'd never know it. He's like a freaking, I wouldn't say tank. Like he's strong as freaking shit, man. And his mind, like Nick, if you're listening, I love you. Like you, you amaze me all the time. And I don't throw that word around loosely. But anyway, we were working together. He had reached a plateau on his bench. And um, 
it, there was a, a number of factors, but if we could just look quick at nutrition, what wasn't happening is he wasn't eating following his training sessions. And so you deplete all these nutrients out, you know, you, you waste away at, at the amino acid pool, you, you, you know, deplete all of your glucose stores. And when you're not replacing that stuff immediately after the workout, the next time you go to do anything, you place an energy demand on the body it's not like your body is like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. What happens is it starts to draw on its reserves. And here's the scary thing. Here's the sad thing. Here's like the what factor is that a lot of people will be like, you know what? I don't have to worry about this because I have so much body fat on me. My body can just use that. But your body fat is not the first energy source that the body will use when it needs energy. It's the last. Okay, what it will use first is the energy, you know, from the food, which is in your bloodstream. And then it looks for it in the storage cells, which are in your muscles and in your liver. All right. And so what will happen is it's going to start to attack and break down parts. Like once those little cells are evacuated of the stored energy and your body still needs more, as it often does after an intensive training session, or if you're in sales and like it's the end of the month crunch and like you're going and you're going and you're going and you're going and you're like, you, you forego eating sometimes. Or if you're a mom and like, you're just running around this kid, that place, this kid, that place, this, this, this over there, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like eating like the crusts off of your kid's plate. And then like you're wondering why you're not making progress, like your arms are getting skinny and straggly, you don't have any energy, it's your body starts to like auto digest itself and it actually starts attacking its muscles. Because guess what? Protein is a it's a food source. Your muscles are made of protein. All right, you got a lot of it. So your body's just like, oh, well, hey, no worries. I got all this muscle. So if you're not going to feed me, okay, then I'm just going to start, you know, digesting myself here. <laughs> I'm just going to call myself a giant self like Jeffrey Dahmer and start like digesting myself. And you're, you're getting, your muscles are getting stringy. You're not making aesthetic gains. You're reaching plateaus in terms of your strength because your muscles are being eaten away. You're not replacing. Do you reckon your gains? Like, so when you start thinking about the importance of having a strong nutritional program, okay, it literally affects every dimension of your life, you know, because of how the body uses energy and how it uses the nourish, the, the nutrients to nourish itself. It's that three-tiered system. So if you fail to give it enough nourishment, again, to supply the basic needs to keep yourself alive, the second step in order to do like basic levels, you know, of activities, you know, to be in society, if you would. <laughs> but then by the time you get to that third tier and doing the stuff that you love to do, or if you don't love to exercise, but you're doing it, like there's no more energy for you to use. And the body goes into auto digestion mode and it starts breaking itself down. And you feel like shit, you look like shit, your skin is horrible. <laughs> they get crabby. Then you have, you know, arguments, your relationships start breaking down. I mean, it's like a whole thing, right? And everybody's like, no, don't ever go on a diet again, right? And exactly. Like you put this whole thing together and it can either be 
like a domino pattern of awesomeness or it can be like dominoes towards like the dungeon of death and doom like do, 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 do. oh my god okay and that's why it's so wildly important for you to place yourself in the driver's seat and understand that you are building a strong nutritional program for yourself okay because it literally affects like so many different dimensions of your life now, I know you want to know how to do this, okay? Here's the deal. <laughs> Can I just say this? I don't work for free, okay? <laughs> right? And I will not do you the disservice of trying to just, you know, put down a cookie cutter type of, you know, nutrition program for you. You would be best served by contacting me directly so we can sit down, have a full 90-minute consultation for you, and go through your current program, your current plan, find out where the strengths are, see where the holes are, bolster them up real quick. And after those 90 minutes, have you walk away like with a solid plan, you know, corrections if need be, you're understanding like why you're not getting your results. How do we put this together with your life or with your training goals or, you know, your goals for whatever. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? So if you've had breakthrough on this coaching call, again, 90 minutes sitting down in a consultation for your nutrition, I mean, do you not, I guess it depends on you if you like to waste time or if you want like now results. <laughs> if you're on this podcast, I know that you're like a now type of a person. So here's what you do in order to contact me. Okay. We just close out of this podcast here right quick. You can contact me directly on our website. Go straight to figurechick911.com. Got a couple different websites. So on this one, go to figurechick911, F-I-G-U-R-E-C-H-I-C-K-911.com. All right. And then you can contact me there. So contact me, give me your information. Best case scenario is freaking click fitness consultation. Okay. Because I talk about, you know, your activities as well as your diet. Okay, you pay for that. Then you get back a bunch of different surveys. Okay, and you, you circle them. We do food log. We do all kinds of things so I can get to know you. You send them to me. We schedule a date. And I look over all this shit before you and I sit down. So that now you have strong coaching before you come to see me because you've been on this podcast. And I have a deeper like look on you know what happens within year 24. So that when we come together, we sit down as a team. It's not me pointing my finger at you. We're sitting down as a team to come together, have a very, very, very intelligent and efficient and productive session so that you walk away confident on either how you and I are going to move together forward and, you know, move you towards your goals, whatever those goals may be. Or even if you just leave the table right then and there and you're like, you know what? I came here. I, this is exactly the, the, the missing link that I needed. I got this from here. A lot of my high-level athletes do that like, holy shit, I didn't realize this was the missing piece. But now you have that clarity. Now you go back on your nutrition program. It's bolstered up. You head back into the gym. You're training arena. And now all of a sudden you call me back and you're like, holy shit, my bench went up 30 pounds in like seven days. Holy crap. Thank you. That's how we roll. Oh, Lex, can you hear the sirens in the back? 
like the urgency. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead, hit me up. It's figurechick911.com. I look forward, you know, to working with you. And thank you for joining us on today's podcast. This has been Nicole DeVincentis. Appreciate you. We'll catch you next time. See ya.